Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Trendsetters. Last time, Gary finished being lost in space and brought a space asteroid base into orbit where everybody told him that was a bad idea, including NASA. And then they went to go talk to Cassidy, where she revealed that everyone was in Delta Black trying to overthrow Castora. It went badly, but they did manage to kidnap Archibald's wife and basically mind wipe her and originally gave her a new personality before, you know, Archibald found her and started this whole process of kidnapping her and wiping her mind and sending her someplace new every time everybody started to notice that she wasn't aging because she is also immortal. She also revealed that Elaine Pelfrey has a power, but it hasn't seemed to have been used in recent memory because Megalad was not hypnotized by her voice. He was hypnotized by the same process that the vampire hypnotizes with. What else was... What other big revelations were there? Eskridge is the head of the People's Earth's Defense League. Correct. Yes. Blue and gold people who keep showing up and causing problems. And we have the hypothesis that the other two survivors of the Castora raid are individuals B and C. Yes. And then after that, everybody went back to the base and there was some arguments happening. And then the DHEA showed up and it's like, hey, you need to get your orbital base inspected, uh, fill out this paperwork. And that's basically where we left off. So who wants to go first? I'll say it's like the next day. 4 a.m. Teleport in from another all-night patrol. Swap my outfit from something Harajuku to something home on the range. Teleport to Puerto Rico. I am buying ingredients. I am buying materials for dinner. Then I am coming back home to the base probably took me like I don't know an hour to do that I gotta set rice on to soak I gotta double check the eight pound pork shoulder that I've had marinating in the fridge overnight whose skin I have removed but not thrown away it's sitting on there desiccating slowly chitlins cuerito but you know close there's a lot of uh, spice toasting you know, like I said, rice put on to soak in bowls, beans put on to soak in bowls. I might wake Luca up at fucking 5 a.m. with all these pots and pans banging around and spice grinders going off. If you do, he does not get out of the bedroom. He probably just tries to sleep through it. There isn't a bedroom. He's sleeping oh. on the couch in the front area. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you can definitely see him like turning every once in a while when you get a little bit too loud, but otherwise does not say anything doing my best still making noise <laughs> yeah a little more space would solve all these problems <laughs> once that's done going to loveless 6 a.m she is definitely asleep i need to wake her up she slowly blinks and definitely gives you that vibe of someone who just fell asleep an hour and a half ago and 
she looks up at you and she's like, what time is it? Uh, six o'clock. I'm mm. on a timetable today. Mm, cool. Alright. What what do you need? Uh, real quick, I'm gonna hit her with checkup. She's as fine as ever. She's just a little sleepy because, you know, she just fell asleep an hour and a half ago. She's a night owl. Gonna have to fix that. Gonna have to get this girl on some reasonable timetables at some point. Anyway... Uh, so, 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 uh, business, this is business, and this is, like, business enough, and it's on, like, a tight enough timetable that, like, uh, charge me for this one if you want money, favors, whatever. Okay. Uh, by 1.30 today, so you've got, uh, it's six, so you've got seven and a half hours. Uh, I need an email address that the head of a CIA Black Ops division can look at and say, yeah, that's secure. Alright, yeah, that will probably actually take me the entire seven and a half hours. Uh, Alright, better get to it. She gets up, moves over to her mini fridge, pulls out a bang, and goes to sit at her computer. Thank you, appreciate it. You owe me. I do. Uh, grocery store opens at 6.30. I'm just going to go pace outside the grocery store until it opens up at 6.30. All right, it opens up. Every person working in that grocery store judges you. I just want you to know. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Actually, no. Instead of waiting outside, I'm going to go home and change clothes again. Okay changing out of like you know kind of grubby jeans and like long sleeve frumpy shirt as i was milling around open air puerto rican markets first thing in the morning i'm changing into something comfy cozy you know like yoga pants um god like i'm modeling this after a top that i actually own it's like it's kind of like a serape but it's like big and kind of thick and warm and it's got sleeves that go like halfway up the arm. Okay. I can see it. Some nice warm socks, some comfortable shoes to walk around in, then over to the grocery store, buy in uh, an avocado, some tomatoes, half a dozen eggs, roll a breakfast sausage. I'm gonna bank on Felix's folks having rice just ready to go? Yeah, they probably do. That, that seems like a reasonable thing to assume of that family. Yes. I usually have some rice sitting uh, there. I'm also gonna buy a bottle of soy sauce, a small bottle of sake, small bottle of mirin, and just like a small bag of sugar, the smallest thing I can get. Okay load all of that shit up and then I'm going to 7am the Delarue household knock 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 on the front door Philippe opens the door and says Robin hey uh, you're here early good morning I am commandeering your son all day today and that is starting with breakfast you are welcome to join us if you'd like alright sure uh, let me go get him Felix there's a knock at your door not much longer a after that says Felix 
Felix, you Ooh. up? Yeah. Uh, well, I am now, yeah. Okay. Uh, Robin's treating you and me and presumably your mother to breakfast. Uh, so get dressed and come yeah, on down. Let me grab a shower real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Be up in like 20 minutes. Give me 20 minutes. All right. Philippe comes back down. It's like, he says, give him 20 minutes. I am already at work browning up the breakfast sausage. I've rinsed some rice, you know, like two cups of rice, rinsed it out. Probably got to go in, in a rice cooker. I'm going to assume that a modern family owns a rice cooker. Yes. The entire time you're doing things, uh, Carmen is pretending to be on like her laptop, like doing work, but she is secretly judging your cooking abilities. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I got a wide saucepan going where I've got the soy sauce, sake, mirin, and sugar going together, reducing into some unagi sauce. Uh, once the breakfast sausage is all browned and all the fats rendered out, I quickly chop up the tomatoes, throw those in to cook in the sausage fat. And nice. I'm making breakfast rice bowls for the Delarue household, plus me. Rice on the bottom, sliced avocado. Oh, also, hard boiling some eggs with jammy centers. It is going in for six minutes and 37 seconds. That's about how long I usually cook my eggs when I'm, you know, unless I'm doing like an egg salad or potato salad later. I like a nice jammy center. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless I have toast, in which in case I like to leave it a little runny so I can just dip my toast in it. <laughs> now these are getting sliced in half, one egg per bowl. Uh, and then, so it's rice on the bottom, sausage and tomato, avocado, halved eggs on top, and then unagi sauce over the top of all of that. Also brewing coffee for everybody. Nice coffee. Oh. You mentioned all this. One of my favorite breakfasts to do is actually just an egg and tomato scramble. Well, not so much a scramble, but it's on, you know, you cook the eggs up a little bit, like halfway, they're still runny, dice up tomato, just kind of give them a stir fry, a little soy sauce, usually like some fish sauce or whatever I have lying around, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of ketchup in there, and just, you know, throw the egg back in, finish cooking, let's just top it off with some rice, and that's one of my favorite breakfasts. All right, well, I will say at any point, 20 minutes has passed, and Felix, when you come downstairs, you see Robin hard at work making breakfast, and your mother, you you know the look. She is trying no. her best to allow this to happen, but is secretly judging and making mental notes on everything Robin is doing wrong, even if they aren't really doing that much wrong. They're still doing something wrong. Scrutinize. Scrutinize, yes. When I hear him coming down the stairs, I briefly abandon the stove to teleport to him and give him a good morning kiss and then teleport back. Oh. Good morning, Felix. Good morning, Mom. Ah. Your partner has commandeered my kitchen. Yeah, yeah, they tend to just take take over. Don't worry, the big meal tonight is uh, all happening at my place. And this smells awesome, though. What what are we doing? 
Uh, it's just a simple breakfast bowl. I mean, you got like six pans going there, so. If you're not, I will wash it all. <laughs> I mean, I'll help. <laughs> I generally consider a simple breakfast. Uh, I pour the cereal in the bowl, I put the milk on top, and then I <laughs> eat that. Look, there's a lot of me up here that has a lot of cooking experience, so my uh, reference of simple food is has morphed a bit. I'm not complaining. I'm just... Yeah, okay. Alright, alright, alright. I'll leave you to do your... I'll, I'll let you do your magic here. Oh, also, uh, Carmen, and I put the spatula down for a minute, reach into my back pocket, pull out a little note card, and I pop that over to where she's sitting. That's dinner? Any tips would be appreciated. She looks it over as you get to work, and she moves over to the junk drawer, pulls out a pen, clicks Red it, pen. and just starts making notes. Excellent. Uh, by the time she's done, there's actually not too many notes, but like, she's, there's definitely like little touches that she would do instead of doing the uh, the stuff that you have written down. I mean, it's it's all Puerto Rican dishes, so yeah. if anybody would know, it'd be yeah. her, which is why yes. I'm asking. And then we're all just going to have breakfast together. All right. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll for it. From the very detailed descriptions you've been giving, it is very good. It's very yummy. Even Carmen enjoys it, and she is very particular when other people cook for her, so... <laughs> You did a very good job. Excellent. This is awesome. And did you learn to... Oh, right. I remember now. Okay. But yeah, this is... <laughs> this is incredible. Cheating. It's very powerful. I never cheat. I would never cheat on anything. Ever. <laughs> Your mom's giving you the look of... She's trying to decide if you're just being funny or if you're or you're trying to cover your ass for the times that you have cheated. A little column A. Eh? <laughs> A little column B. <sighs> After that, uh, wash all the dishes, and then once all the dishes are washed and dried and put away, uh, turning to Felix, let's get all the packing you need done for tomorrow out of the way real quick. Yeah, yeah, that'd be prudent. I've done partial, but, you know, it's been a long time, and I don't I don't have most of the stuff I used to use because I outgrew it, but you know, make do. I hit a thrift shop up the other day, so I've got a few more, more things, but some things I'm just going to have to kind of, like, jerry-rig. I'm kind of going to rent skis. Head up to his room while we're talking, start throwing things into duffel bags. Do you need, like... I don't, I've heard the word crampons before. Do you need those? I don't plan on going ice climbing. Um, okay. uh, I don't think we're going to do, like, any cross-country skiing or anything like that, where that might potentially come in handy if we hit, like, some bad patches. But, yeah, no, we're just going to stick to the rated trails, so... I don't think so, no. What are you doing for transportation to get there, by the way? It sucked to uh, spend, like, the first half of the day on a bus. She's got a ride for us. Alright. Yeah. She said she'd take care of that, so... 
personal helicopter your way up onto the slopes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't want to talk about it right now, but we need, like, I want to have a conversation because that was some information that we learned the other day. Or yesterday. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not, uh, not today. Absolutely not today. Not tomorrow, because you're going to be gone all day, but the day after. Yeah. Gotta talk that at some point, because, like, I want to do the right thing, but I'm not even sure what the right thing even is here. Yeah. Oh, um, right. Speaking of all day tomorrow and doing the right thing. One second. Put the mask on. Disappear. I'm gone for like five minutes. <laughs> back in Reappear. Back in I just huck a box of condoms at you. <laughs> I knew it was coming, but I'd still find it hilarious. I appreciate your confidence in me. Um... I'm just going to put these in the bag and... <laughs> just nodding. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm an adult human person. I can buy... I can buy stuff if I need it, but... Again, thank you for the vote of confidence in the weirdest way possible. And the most extra way you could have done this. <laughs> I do have supreme confidence in you, and also, you never know. Who knows what they sell up there in Ski Resortland? I've never been. I'm... I, okay, I've never, like, been anything more than a day trip on skiing in real life. I just went, like, a couple times when I was a kid. But, like, I'm sure... I, I'm 100% positive that they sell fucking condoms up in there in some way or another. You may have to ask for them, because it wouldn't be like. Yeah, I don't think they put them the just like out front, but I am sure they <laughs> stock those. It's like, hello, here's a secluded cabin in the woods. Don't go fucking in there. Don't do no fucking. Well, Robin's taking care of their boy. I got like a million things planned and it's going to take up the whole day. So we should probably intersperse this with things yeah. the other characters are doing. Yeah, I was I was waiting for a good spot to uh, to switch it to somebody else who wants to do a thing. And it sounded like Namtab wanted to. I have logged on. <laughs> oh, no. Right. The anime man has logged on. All right, Miglad, what do you want to do? Uh, so I figure it's now about half seven, maybe. Yeah, broadly half seven. So up in... Uh, I'm, I'm on my space base, as you do. Um, I've parked it on a nice street um, on the moon where a bunch of other people have put their own little space hideouts because it's apparently common enough for them to have a protocol about it. No, it's not the moon that they're that they have an issue with. It's in orbit. Yeah, yeah, but but there's yeah, there's a lot of people who have a space base but don't really want to or really can't get it authorized to be in orbit. So. Much like a lot of other people, I'm parked on the moon. It's like 
I do like the idea that he has like a neighbor up in space. I got several neighbors. Okay, one of them is the Thagomizer, who is a Stegosaurus-themed <laughs> super villain who inexplicably has a moon base for some reason. Yeah, I'm just in uh, the space suburbs. Are they it's... related to Cleoraptra at all? Maybe. I, I'm. You know what? They're the Sauron equivalent. <laughs> they have the power to turn people into dinosaurs. Anyway. And also a space... Sorry. <laughs> uh... Cool neighbor ideas, please um, post them to the Twitter. So I've, I don't sleep or don't need sleep. I sometimes sleep this this one, but I've spent the night just making sure that like the space base is completely trendsetter free. Like there's no files on the computer. Um, I've absolutely doubled down on faceless robots. Just f- more of them in even more office type roles. Just pretending to tap on computers that don't work, that kind of thing. Daddy, daddy, what is this? <laughs> no, they, no, I'm they not doing... No, no, they, they, do, they all talk in old Megalad's voice. But I know, because, I just thought it would be funny. Because, yeah, and because he's gone now, it, it sounds like an AI doing the old Megalad voice. Just a bit uncanny. Well, more uncanny. And I watch the sun rise over the earth... The rays starting to hit America, and I sigh a little, and I fly towards Earth. And then, once I'm above the city, I gaze out over the vistas, I look at my metal robot hand, and I look at my human hand, and I sigh, and I flip a coin. And I look at the result. And then the first thing I do is I get on the group chat and just say, please, can we talk in about half an hour or so? Acknowledged. All right. The response you get back is, we have an appointment at eight (laughs) o'clock. Okay, cool. I can can be ready for 10 to 8. You're a teleporter. And... Then on the new line, because I'm the, I'm the kind of guy who does like one sentence lines. It's important. And then final line, please. So that would have come through while we were in the middle of breakfast, and I just like I give Felix a look. Uh, uh, we should probably hear him out. Supposed to be no business today. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. The next thing I do is just fly down to the um, Silver Security Building. I figure it's like one of those offices where there's always like a receptionist. Like you can always walk into reception no matter the time of day because he, because it's kind of busy. Yeah, there's going to be a receptionist there. Okay, and I, I don't really need to introduce myself because I don't think anyone doesn't know who I am. So what I do is I pass over a a letter in an envelope and I just explain, um, could you pass this along to Calvert, please? I've got an appointment with him in um, two weeks, six days now. Um, and this will provide just a bit of context to our meeting. Thank you. I'll be sure he gets it. 
Okay. Uh, she puts it in like, not when I say bin, I don't mean the trash. I mean like just a yeah, like, yeah, like a like an in tray. Right. Yes. To go she, yes. for his attention, or I don't want you to think that she's just throwing it away right in front of no, you. No, no, no. She, no. she is taking care of it professionally. Yeah, so he'll probably get that sometimes today. That's why she's going to throw it away once your back is turned like a professional would. <laughs> exactly. No, no. You don't see is on the other side. It says in on the side you're looking for, uh, looking at, but on the side facing her, it says the trash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, no. Yeah. It, you, he'll get it. Yeah, I'll, I'll message you the contents. Okay. And by that point, it's probably now time to go to the where are we? oh I, I said I ask if we can meet sort of in a neutral place like not at the base oh no no we will meet at the base actually never mind I didn't say that we meet at the base okay so yeah uh, I'm assuming everyone's there base smells good it smells like somebody toasted a bunch of spices in here a couple of hours ago and smells lingering mm-hmm what's the guest doing finally waking up but if you guys are having the meeting there he will uh probably go up to the roof roof to uh, vape something yep he wasn't gonna head there i was gonna be like hey buddy you might want to be in a different room for a little bit or he could just like i could spot him 20 bucks and he can go to that nice cafe that i sent reagan to before oh, there's also oh, that uh, get a nice breakfast you know what i'm trying to be nice so i see you reach for your wallet and then i sort of said no 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 Either way, he will go to that cafe. Yeah. I'll um, allow it. I'm going to look at my watch and reiterate, have an appointment at 8 o'clock. So whatever this is, appreciate if it was done timely. Ah, uh, right. How do I say this? Um, I've spent well i didn't sleep last night um which i appreciate isn't that abnormal for me um restrain myself from saying same but i have been thinking and some of the things that were said last night were kind of correct um, I think I probably have been trying to force myself into just treating things like it was five years ago. And I think I've probably tried to rejoin this team more out of a sense of inertia or because that felt like it was what I had to do rather than necessarily it being the best thing for me to do. I think I look back at my life and I've been used by a lot of people. Um, so when I met with Sam the other day, he told me that he basically took me on as a psychic for the PR, um, which sucks because he was kind of like a second father to me. You and I switch were placed in this team to be each other's wardens and since then i've gone on to be used for pr to be your jailer and then now i'm a weapon and i think i'm 
kind of done being used. And real quick, I want to note when you say the thing about the warden again, there's like a a half second where I open my mouth like I'm going to comment on that. And I just think better of it. I I sort of noticed that and I'd say I I do think that's why we were put together. You you know, I think you were as much my warden. I I just put my hands up. supposed to be. You're, I don't, I don't you're know. on a I don't roll. Know. Don't stop. Um, so, the fact of the matter is this. Well, first of all, I, I, want, I do want to say sorry. I think I've been trying to be something that's not needed anymore in Halcyon. And not really accepted that it's been five years. And as a result, I've made a lot of bad decisions that have kind of alienated me from the rest of you. So I do apologize. But with that said, I, I like to fight. I can't, I like to test myself, I like to be the strongest, and that isn't something I can do here, and that isn't something that I will get here in Halcyon. You guys have done objectively a good job of meaning that's not required, but the whole social work thing you guys do now, that's just not something I can be interested in. That's not something I can, I feel I've got the skill set for. I'm, I'm a fighter and there's always going to be a fight somewhere. And I think I don't need to be a trendsetter to get into fights. And until you guys spread what you've done here to the rest of the country and hopefully the rest of the planet, there's always going to be some, something somewhere that needs a guy knocking on the head. So I think that's my role moving forwards. I think there'll always be a home for me in the with the trendsetters. I think there'll be people to talk to in the trendsetters. But I don't think I need to be one anymore. I think my path leads elsewhere. But with that said, we've still got a job to do right now. With, with the transistor tyrant and I guess I kind of I, I raised my hands for just like kind of up as a slow down motion okay uh, you said you had and 10 I, minutes I, I, so I think I've, I've used three. I know I said that uh that we're on a timetable here but I'd appreciate if we could slow down because that's a lot you've already hit us with yeah offer one I want to say that this is like I'm going to be sad to see you go, but this is like really big of you, and I appreciate that you're like put some time and thought into this. So, I, as you said, you'll always be welcome. Well, I'll I'll always welcome you here, but I appreciate that you uh, have recognized it. Like, well, as you said, it's been five years, and you're 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, you're... You, you said it as... I mean, I'd hate to bring it back to personal issues, but I think you said it when I got mad and punched Switch. There's... There's always been something... A kind of antagonism between us two, and I think I can respect what you're doing here, but I don't... I think if I stay here... I'm not going to be happy and my unhappiness is going to bring the team down. Um, I do think that this is best for everyone, for me to do, for me to help keep people safe until you can do the systemic work. No, this is like, this is really big of you. It's hard to admit something like this. It's hard to confront yourself and change like this. It's like, I'm genuinely impressed. Actually, yeah. Agreed. Mm. No reservations. Yeah. Um, but I, I am sorry for punching you as well, Switch. I accept your apology. I accept the one you gave earlier as well. Right. In terms of the and mission... Yeah, three and a half minutes. Let's go. The plan we came up yesterday with yesterday for me to swipe Elaine and um, bring it for interrogation isn't a smart plan. With Zero's attack on the time travel place, that pushes essentially a lot of pillars over at once and brings us into Endgame. I think the biggest thing is that they it hasn't been long enough for them to appreciate that I'm not on their side yet. And I think we can use that for me to get in and find out a bit more about what they're planning. Um, I do also have a personal reason, um, and this is again going back to something you've told me when we were talking about the killing stuff um, and you said you felt that I'm pushing the hard moral decisions on you in order to keep my hands clean um, I guess I don't entirely agree everyone has a choice but I, I do feel that maybe I could have punched a little harder or or else being a bit more productive maybe um, but the fact of the matter is there's an army of me out there somewhere in vats and they can't awaken and I'm not going to have my blood on your hands but I can there can it's Highlander rules there can be only one <laughs> mm been over this. Highlander is not a documentary. Um, yeah, but I think no one wants an army of brainwashed me's running around willy-nilly. Hell, um, you, I mean, you all have seen the consequences of just one of me as as a 
well, you've seen how dangerous one of me can be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I... So I need to find myself very literally, and I need to make sure that the rest of me don't wake up. It's I need to be the weapon I was made to be. What you guys, what happens with Archibald? I know I'll try and bring him in, but you all have your own choices to make. For the time being, I was sent out to find Sam, so I need to find where he is. I do have his location. Can I have it? No. <laughs> um, I. Second time. This is the second time in two days I've done a steamed hams reference. (laughs) I need to have a conversation with him. Whatever you're going to do with him, can it wait until sometime tomorrow? I'm afraid not. I need to go. If I don't get back there today, they are going to start getting suspicious. You go back, but please leave Sam. Just report back in that you have some leads... I okay. need to have a conversation with him tomorrow. It's very important. Okay, can you at least... Okay, I'll, I'll do that, but tell me where he is, because I, I can't be... I think if we're going to pull this off, I can't be seen talking to you after today. And I'm probably going to have to smash out your roof to make him think we're fighting. But you've got insurance. Yeah, um, just like try and make sure it doesn't fall on anything. I can use my powers to fix it. Just, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll do it in another room. So I'm not gonna mess up. I'm not gonna mess up your door, uh, your food. And I was mocked when I suggested the breakaway roof. At this point, we are one minute and fifteen seconds overdue. So, okay, uh, give me the location. Uh, Oh, zero. You'll, you'll need this number, by the way. Uh, What is the number? It's uh, for Brecto. We we exchange phone numbers in space. Ah, okay. I will I will rule. Yes, you did. Uh, that's that fine. asshole. <laughs> he's, my, he's my friend. <laughs> yeah, How all right. That makes doing, sense. Like physically, like. Oh, God, you know what? We don't have time to get into it. Yeah, uh, he's he's one of the few people who can fight me on an even level when I'm going all out. So. Incidentally, because of the secrecy demanded, I do not text you the address, but I do bring it up on the big computer. So you, I just type it in a temporary text file so you can read it. Okay. See, Red. I imagined, I, I wanted to imagine like zero, like prints it out, like printer paper comes out of his mouth of the physical location. <laughs> With the location, <laughs> with the coordinates. That's funnier. Can you do that? Bongoi nanites are capable of a great n- many things. Processing paper and ink is not among them. They sell that at Office Depot, dude. <laughs> I also memorized the location, by the way, and I reassure Gary that I will be talking to Sam like first thing tomorrow morning. Just like Nikolai puts its hand on Gary's shoulder just before he flies off to say, uh, Gary, of all the times that you have left this team, 
I prefer it that in this case, you are not also deleting yourself from existence. <laughs> Though I do understand that you will need to do so repeatedly in the near future. That was, that's the, that was the other me. I have every intention of living a extremely, extremely long life. Just take the compliment. <laughs> I'm a weapon, not a, not a man with a martyr complex. But thanks for being a friend, mate. You are welcome. Okay, that's that's done, and at this point, I just yell really loud in my super voice. No, I, I've had enough of this. Fuck off! And I fly out of the roof, away from the food, and then just fire a couple of blasts harmlessly into the floor. Robin, before you leave, I would like to speak with some of your contacts. I am assembling uh... a team. I would like to meet these individuals. If at some point you could bring me into contact with them, it would be appreciated. Uh, I, I have no problem with any of these except for possibly Professor Gears. Real quick, tell me what this is about. I am assembling a team to dismantle the Time Bureau. Alright, okay. Um, Alright, I will set it up. Um, but I'm going to tell you in advance that Professor Gears is probably going to be a no, because I'm going to insist that you tell him that this is directly related to the Transistor Tyrant, and the Gearheads have a kind of really strong policy of not getting involved with his business at all. Very well. I'll still set it up. You could still ask, but I'm just going to tell you to prepare for a no. Yeah. Oh, uh, say hi to the Gearheads for me when you do see him. Noted. Okay, um... That's a good thing we didn't send that drifter kid on the roof. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Uh, <laughs> we are like five minutes late at this point. Um, let me find something in this fucking house that isn't important and also isn't broken. I just... I got like... A bottle. It's like a, a glass bottle of soda or something. And I just swap its... Uh, like, integrity... Yeah, it just sort of like shatters in your hand and the roof and the floor are repaired. Oh, I think you would want to do that in the sink. Either way. Alright, um, we're five minutes late. Let's go. Zero, I'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya. Link arms with Felix. So that was weird. It's a little weird. I teleport us to a salon. We are getting some deluxe Manny Petties. All right. I've never done this one before, but I'm down. Sure. I looked it up. It's going to take about 90 minutes. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I don't know how how to how this works. I've never done a Manny Petty before in my life. Just describe so. that one episode from Avatar where they go to the spa. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which one of you gets really upset that they're touching your feet and you punch them out of the roof? I just got to ask, who's tough here? Who's tough? Neither. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm the one with the fucked up eyeballs, but <laughs> I'm also not going to assault somebody. You, uh, well, you, uh. anyway. assault one of these people. Anyway, uh, hand massages, foot massages, getting our fingernails and toenails, uh, like, trimmed and filed and cleaned, uh, painted, painted, if you want. If you want, I mm. do. I'm gonna have to think on that one. Do I want to paint nails? Well, actually, does Felix want to paint nails? Personally, I don't like the way painted nails look, so I wouldn't do it, but I'm not sure. Uh, you could just get a gloss for them, keep the natural color, but make them shiny. Hmm. Four of my fingers are getting a clear gloss, in fact. Let's see how like a real dark purple looks. How about we try that? I mean, if you don't like it, they can always take it off. There's, there is that. Just the fingernails. I don't. Not the toenails, please. They will follow your instructions and, like, bring out various dark purples until you're satisfied with the color. Paint one of your nails, wait for it to dry, ask if you like it. If you don't, then they'll get the, uh, they'll get the remover and then try a different color until you either decide you don't want your nails to be painted or you like a color. I think I could live with that. I don't know if I'd get it done again, but I don't mind it. Go for it. All right, and they will proceed to paint, I guess, the whole hand, or? No, they usually just do the nails. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All the fingernails, or just, like, a couple, like, pointer thumb, or, like? I just do all of them. It's fine. Okay. Yep. I'm getting just some Technicolor nonsense on my toenails. Just a, a random assortment in a way that is evocative of my eyes. Uh, my hands, however, are very particular. On the left pinky, it's a pale pink. On the ring, it's a vibrant red. Middle, it's a jet black. Pointer is an ashen gray. And then the thumb is uh, clear. And then the right hand, pinky, is sunshine yellow. The ring finger, I get a kind of complicated galaxy design on it. And then the other three fingers, I do it clear. Okay. Like I said, it takes about 90 minutes. It's, it's one of those things where, like, at the end of it, your hand hurts and your feet hurt, but in a good way. Alright. So, once that's done, 9.30. Um... Oh. I have to check the fucking Halcyon handout. Which one of these districts is the downtown that's going to have all the nice shops? Buffalo. Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Thank you for the grammatically accurate uh, sentence there, Abe. Mm -hmm. We're just going to cruise around on foot in Buffalo for a bit. Window shopping. It's like, you know, oohing and on at all the displays poking our heads into shops, looking at stuff. If there's something nice, we'll buy it. I'll pop it back home. I love going window shopping, IRL. Sorry? I, I just say I, I love going window shopping, IRL. That's one of my favorite things to do, is just go to 
Like, even just a town I'm reasonably familiar with and just walk around and find stuff. Like, find weird shops that I've never been in there, poke my head in, see what they sell. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I love doing that. That's what we're doing. There is a moment where I specifically pull us into a pet shop. And I purchase a single cricket. I... Okay. Uh... I'll need this later today. Not for you. And I get, I get it in, like, a little clear plastic box. I use checkup to check its health. It's a cricket. It is cricket. <laughs> health status, cricket. Cr cr health status is cricket. Dreams, cricket. Eye color, cricket. <laughs> also, Mental state, cricket. While I am checkuping the cricket, Favorite I also sport, check up cricket. Felix. Felix, how, how are you feeling? Like, what's... Physically, I am fine. Mentally, I am all over the fucking place. Oh. Still trying to get you into being less all over the place today. It's alright. It's only like 10 a.m. Anyway, I teleport the cricket in its little plastic box back to my private area. And we resume window shopping for a while. Just kind of... Uh, Going on a meandering, seemingly random path throughout all of Buffalo. Hey, check it out. There's a kitchen shop. Let's go in and look at all the useless kitchen gadgets. I love the stupid crap like the avocado slicer. Like, Okay, but don't <laughs> don't pull me into a kitchen gadget shop when I'm going to be doing a lot of cooking today. <laughs> I'm going to buy things. I want to look at the dumb stuff they sell. Okay. Hey, Robin walked out with like stuff. five melon ballers. This is a strawberry <laughs> hauler. Why do you need a strawberry hauler? A knife does that. Oh, they have those little apple peeler slicer things that mounts those like sections onto the counter. These are actually super useful if you like do a lot of apples for some reason. I don't do a lot of apples. I shouldn't buy it. I used to have one of those until I broke, and I used to, like, it's it's super useful if you do, like, apple pies or even just, like, make applesauce or anything, but I don't live in apple country anymore, so I don't. Apple brown Betty. Oh, hold on. Actually, buy this. This is the, one of those stainless steel soap bars that's actually super useful for getting, like, garlic smells off your hands. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, um... So you know how hard it is to, like, wash off the smell of, like, garlic or other uh, heavily scented foods like that? There's, yeah. like, some sort of science behind it, but it just pulls, it just absorbs those smells. I don't know why, but it totally works. These are awesome. Wild. Alright, get a couple of those, because both our hands are probably going to stink after tonight. Oh my god, they have one of those... Okay, you remember when this was, like, a thing... And like, ah, what was it, like 2014 or something? I don't remember. It's like the little the little egg cooker things that you just drop an egg in and it just makes it smell like plastic and death. Alright, hold the on Rollies? a second. The Rollies? Was it the Rollies? I think it was Rolly. Uh, you mentioned 2013 and I just get like a little bit stone-faced. Uh, yeah, the Rolly egg cookers. When was that a, like a popular thing? Uh... No, 2000, it was more, it was like closer to 2015 or something. Remember. They're awful. They're like the worst way to cook an egg outside of microwave again. 
Actually, I think microwave can do a better job. I'll, uh, I'll take your word for I don't it. Know that, I don't. I didn't know they I still don't think sold I experienced these. eggs by that point in my life. Who's still making these? Who's still buying these? All right. We purchase some dumb kitchen gadgets, but not many. We resume our meandering and eventually end up outside of a small basketball court. You, uh, you want to work up an appetite? Yeah, a little bit. Just one-on-one, -on -one, or what are we doing here? Yeah, just one-on-one. -on -one. You are like a foot taller than me. And also extremely well, fast. Well, you can so teleport, like, so I feel like that's a bit of an advantage. Yeah, yeah. I don't so think I'm that's thinking, allowed on the W in the NBA. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, just like, like lightly super sports ball here. Um, I'm thinking like I get two feet of teleportation in any direction whenever I want, and then you get your enhanced speed and reflexes and all that good yes, shit. Yes, yes. On the other hand, I can also fly, so... I also can fly. Yeah. Okay, I know you, Scott, you said that that isn't allowed in the NBA. In the normal NBA, no. In the super-powered NBA, limited teleportation is allowed and legal. The cool <laughs> NBA. The CNBA. It's like, it's like every... Every sport has a superhero equivalent, which is vastly more popular because it's superheroes. Uh, they can't be, like, that big of a league considering there's 8,000 people worldwide with powers. True. But also, at the same time, limited teleportation is allowed and legal. It's a bit more than two feet, but still. I'm gonna put my mask on, do a quick bit of calculation. And then I'm gonna snap my fingers at Felix, and his outfit just becomes like, you know, a little bit of a workout outfit: basketball shorts, basketball shoes, uh, loose athletic shirt. Did you? When did you buy this? Or is this just something you had? Over the course of the past six years, I say taking the mask off and then like closing my eyes concentrating for a minute and then snapping and then my clothes also change to a little athletic outfit you have left enough clothes at my place to assemble five full ensembles I don't remember owning this when did I own this it's been a while you did used to play basketball I think I did used to play basketball yeah, yeah in, in, high in high school yeah Man, how? Hmm. So it might not fit very well anymore. But oh, I've adjusted the size. Okay. I'm not. You know what? I. I... No, please question it. I, I love it when you are perplexed by my nonsense. I give. I don't. I. I. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm gonna. Get, I don't question how you know what size clothes I wear or other various things. I also have a rotating stockpile of your hoodies that I just keep for me. That's cute and a little weird, but all right. <laughs> like, how many are we talking about? Like, five like or like more than... Okay, two. Two. And they rotate out. You know, you, you leave one with me. The oldest one that I have just sort of winds up in your laundry basket. Hmm. 
I don't know why, but when you said rotating stockpile of hoodies that you just gave, I, for, for some reason I pictured just like a nest. <laughs> I was like, did I own that many hoodies? I don't want to eat you out of house and home in terms of hoodies. It's like, I'm reasonably sure I remember losing that amount of hoodies, but like two sounds reasonable for me. And you never lose them for very long because you keep leaving them with me. Just forgetting them on your way out the door. Wait, do you have my do you have my Battlestar Galactica hoodie? Is that the one I've Is that where that is? That is one of the ones I have right now, yes. Oh, I've been wondering about that one. I thought it was just lost in the laundry somewhere. Hmm. Is the other one the green one? Hmm? Is the other one the green one? Yes. Oh, okay. Alright. Mystery Solved. And now you know. Knowing is half the battle. Gee, Joe. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, but then again, you have super hearing. Hmm. Whatever, let's ball. Let's ball. We're gonna ball for like an hour. Alright, no hands in the face, no tripping, uh, no chaos stunks. Standard rules. Naturally, naturally. I... Ballin, but I'm what cost? I'm very curious as to who wins, even if you aren't keeping track, so both of you roll athletics. Just straight. See who gets I'm a higher swap. number. Cause I'm, t I'm doing most of my bullshit with teleporting. Okay, fair enough. Fine. Just so, like, you know, I, I, I fake a juke in one direction, and then I teleport the ball, like, several feet to the left. Then you're all great. I also didn't roll great, but by virtue of the fact that my number is bigger, my number is bigger. Yeah, so technically, <laughs> technically, Robin wins, but I don't think either of you are keeping score. No, no. I'm not, at least. Yeah. So around, like, 12.20, pretty close to lunch, call it. Use some swaps to get us cleaned up and back into our original outfits. I clap my hands together. I'm thinking pho. Hmm. What, is it... What? Yeah, it's still like winter, so... It is the 26th of February today. Yeah. Like, winter, early spring. So yeah, it's cold enough out that soup sounds nice. Soup time. Get a big old bowl of soup for lunch. They have Bon Ma, that would kick ass, actually. Zero in his base, alone. Yeah, Zero! Uh, on that list, who are you going to go uh, visit first? The Vizier. Okay. So you go head over to uh, Trendsetter's base... You are allowed up into... You mean the, the Vindicators. The vin yes, excuse me. <laughs> you, well, you are also in Trendsetter space, but you go from... Okay. Um, you go to the Vindicator base. You guys basically have a standing order of, like, yeah, you're allowed in there. Just announce yourself first. And you see the Vizier, Mach 12, and Lecto, we'll say. Uh, Shelby is currently not there because she is actually doing Groundbreaker stuff right now, and the armorer is probably doing other stuff 
busy with their solo book stuff. <laughs> yes. Vizier, I wish to speak with you privately, in your sanctum, if possible. Very well, follow me. And then uh, he moves over to his office area, activates the portal to his sanctum, which is somewhere in a field, maybe in Europe, question mark. And when you step through, he closes it off so that nobody can follow you. And he goes, what did you wish to speak about? I should preface this conversation by explaining that I have uncovered your history before your current incarnation as a Vindicator. I have said nothing because nothing needed to be said. However, the information I gleaned leads me to believe that you are ideologically in tune with the task I seek to complete. Are you aware of the Time Bureau? We have had to work with them multiple times in the past, yes. From what I have analyzed of your history, you seem to be opposed to tyranny in all its forms. Therefore, I believe that you would be interested to know that I have solid evidence linking the Time Bureau in its current existence to Archibald de Fay. And if I were to ask you to procure this evidence for me and show it to me, what would you be able to do? Let's say that I briefly take on the face and voice of Cassidy and repeat a few of the pertinent lines that she said. very little reason to lie about these sorts of things, anyway. Don't get me wrong, she very much is a deceitful woman, but these sorts of things, I believe telling the truth would be more disruptive to who she perceives to be America's enemies than not. I also have come to the same conclusion. I am building a team to dismantle the Time Bureau. I require someone with expertise in magic to shut down any magical techniques they may use in order to disrupt the time flow and preserve their existence against our efforts. That is why I have come to you. In that case, I will join you, but I will not be joining you as the Vizier. If things go wrong, if things go south, I do not want to implicate the rest of my team in trying to topple a US government body. So, I would prefer that they remain safe and I take the full force of the blame. Understood. Very well, then. Let me know when you are ready, and I will gladly join in. So long as it means toppling Kestora. 
which I believe has existed for far too long, anyway. That is the eventual goal. It is my belief that the destruction of the Time Bureau will topple a pillar upon which it currently sits. Very well. Uh, he holds out his hand and goes, I mean. Shake his hand. Alright, and then uh, once you are finished shaking, he reactivates his portal and both step out. And since that was going to be one of the easier ones, if you want to hit someone else up before we go back to someone else, I will ask who do you want to go for next? Well, let's go with another easy one. Cerebrectomy. Alright. And could we could we do it so that the other me who is currently in space can uh, get some instructions and just detour from putting out a different kind of fire to uh, go meet Brecto in person. Yeah. Just using the phone number to arrange a meeting. Alright. When you call, he goes, You're talking to the main man. Who is this? I have many names. That doesn't help me. You may refer to me as Nikolai. Alright. Do I know you? I do not believe so, but we have a mutual acquaintance. Gary Archer, a.k.a. Megalad. Oh! You're one of Megalad's friends. Alright, cool. Uh, what you need? Muscle. I wish to destroy a government institution. They have many robotic... <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Let's talk details in person. Uh, do you know where this is? And he gives you the name of a bar. Yes, I will send my other self to be with you shortly. I just want to ask, which word was the deciding factor? Was it destroy or government? <laughs> Muscle. <laughs> no, it was it was destroy, but like he was fairly sold on destroy, but as soon as the word government came out, he's like, oh no, I'm definitely in now. <laughs> Alright, so um he gives you the location of the bar, uh, and then when you when you get there, it's it's a very small space station orbiting like a moon that is itself orbiting a gas giant. And when you get there, there's already a fight that has broken out. He's got one guy in a headlock, he's punching another guy in the face, and just having the time of his life. I have, however, no time to waste, so I unleash the dreadlock tentacles to just um, make everybody like go to their corners, so to speak. What the fuck do you think you're doing? I was having fun! You may have further fun after we have concluded our meeting. Oh, it's you. Okay. All right. Fair enough. He walks over to the actual bar, orders a couple of drinks, and like slides one to you. So, what's the job? There is an institution referred to as the Time Bureau. It seeks to regulate time travel and those who perform it. I have reason to believe it has been subverted by a tyrant who wishes for his future empire to last until eternity. Hmm. Well, that does sound like it would suck, but also it's on a planet that I don't really go to very often. But like you said, you want to topple a government body, so what the hell, I'm in. 
You gonna drink that? Just slide it over to him. He drinks it. For the record, his ambitions do not end with a single gravity well. But regardless, the Bureau is staffed with a considerable number of robotic employees. Therefore, I require someone able to smash his way through a number of minions at a rapid pace. Well, you come to the right main man, then. He flexes and then he kisses his muscle. Yes. This is also a paying job. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. How much? I give him a number. I'm familiar with galactic currencies, so... All right. Uh, I was about to say, like, he, he, had, he would have no idea... How to 80,000 quad loose. <laughs> 80,000 quad loose? Hell yeah. I mean, honestly, that's just the icing on the cake. I'm very much looking forward to punching robots. Yes. And incidentally, if a time-traveling robot appears to you and attempts to give you a better offer, please contact me and I will raise the funding. All righty then. Sounds great. It's NAMTAP time. It's now NAMTAP So before I go to the Second Chance Society, I need to make a quick stop first. So I proceed to the Vindicator's headquarters uh, as I too need to meet with the vizier yeah you go through the proper channels and um what vizier, a popular wizard yeah the, the, <laughs> he's the only wizard i know it's basically as soon as nikolai leaves no, no, uh, I, you I, come I just in. i just want to do this uh like we meet in the hallway and we look at each other and i say curious this would be an awkward moment but i do not feel awkwardness therefore walks on <laughs> I fucking love when you do shit like that, Marvin. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Dude, I don't know how to react to that. <laughs> well, good thing I left there. <laughs> um, anyway, I yeah, it's the Vizier time. Well, this is interesting. I just finished talking to your associate. Okay, um... I'd imagine he would... He's probably gonna say that said the same thing as me, but can we talk in private? Like private, private, proper private, big private. He nods and he is he in, turns around, goes back into the door to his office that he was still standing at, and goes through the portal again. I follow. So, how may I help you? Yeah, um, I'm a little bit susceptible I don't know how much you've been following our team's exploits but I have I've got a pretty bad brain and I seem to get hypnotized or mind controlled a lot and I am going somewhere where I may be hypnotized or mind controlled again I see I see um so I figure hypnosis is probably, I, I don't want to say basic magic, but you're like the most powerful wizard on earth, so 
it's probably something relatively routine to you. I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm supposing a lot, I'm probably being a bit rude, I'm sorry, it's been a big day. It's not as easy as you're making it out to be, but it is not as complicated as one might think. Mm. However, I am not the foremost expert on this sort of thing. The foremost expert on this sort of thing, I believe he lives in San Antonio and is very creepy. So I don't know if you wish to talk to him or not. I'm not sure I have time. I'm afraid so. Very well. So I figure that, I mean, I, I may be wrong. I don't know. Again, I'm supposing a lot, but I figure like a something like a specific trigger, like pulling the trigger of a gun is a stronger form of hypnosis than something more of a generalised mind control. Like, a generalised mind control wouldn't necessarily override a, a trigger that's already there. I don't know. It might, but there are ways around that sort of thing. I can lock off a particular segment of your memory and keep it under wraps that would not be touched by most standard hypnosis methods. That is within my power, yes. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I guess unfortunately this may not be standard hypnosis. It's um, well, I'm infiltrating a front that's that's connected to the transistor tyrant, so but whatever you can do would be helpful. What I need is basically the suggestion, the second I see a clone or a equivalent copy of myself, I need to immediately release as much energy as I can destructively. I will attempt this, but like I said, I am not the foremost expert on this particular set of magic. But if you do not have the time to find the actual foremost expert, I will do my best. And he stretches, does the thing where he like interlaces his fingers and like bends his hands so that they, the knuckles crack. And he gets to casting a spell and he follows your instructions like, you know, a specific trigger on the clones. And he takes that trigger, wraps it up metaphorically in the cage and then just like shoves it in the back of your brain again metaphorically to unleash if the trigger happens and after about 20 minutes he goes I believe I've done the best that I can do okay uh thanks you look after yourself I will attempt to that will be eight thousand dollars <laughs> He holds his hand out to shake. He says, I hope it is not as bad as you're expecting. I hope so too, because I'm too dangerous to be mind-controlled. <sighs> I shake his hand. All right. 
and after that he reactivates the portal and uh, steps through. Okay, and I do too, and I go away smiling a little because I guess he respects me a little nowadays. Back to Felix and Robin. We have lunch. It's delicious. Yes. Yeah. Lunch. But after lunch, I reveal that I have acquired afternoon passes to Lightscape, which, if you will recall, is the big mega arcade in Halcyon. Yes, I do remember that. Oh, arcade. Anyway, we are, uh, we're just going to tool around Lightscape for the next couple of hours. Hell just yeah. Play a bunch of arcade games. Basically until five o'clock. Or until Felix decides he's tired of it. I, I am not going to be tired of it. Well, I personally would not be tired of big arcade I could just fuck around in. Multi-generational arcade. So, like... You know, the the higher up the floor you get, the more modern it gets. Hmm. I also think that there's like an entire pinball wing somewhere. Oh yeah, easily. Pinball. It's also around this time that I start checking my phone really often because Loveless's deadline is fast approaching. It's down to the wire, essentially like... 1257 she says that it's done and gives you the email address alright well fortunately the 24 hours is from the end of the conversation with Cassidy and not the start oh well so well either way it's like it'll be like three minutes before the 24 hours like it's it's down to the wire essentially okay did you Hey, did you see the Cruise in the USA cabinet? They've got, you know, the two of them set up so you can race. Did you see that? I've played um, Cruise in the USA in forever. We can do that in a minute. I used to play on my dad's N64. It was fun. I actually have to run a quick errand. I'll be like 10 minutes max. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just, you know, I'll, I'll be right back. Here. Yeah. Put the mask on. Teleport to Denny's place. They left it on like their desk, so that way you could uh, so that way you could grab it. And they are currently zonked out because they had about an hour and a half of sleep before having to work for seven hours. Yeah, that's ready for you. I uh, I take a post-it and I draw a little heart on it and I put it where the piece of paper with the email address's information is, and then I go to the base and I get my little cricket in a box. And then I go to West Virginia, the middle of nowhere. Yep. Once again, the cabin is only lit by a few scant candles. Get the feeling that this is mostly so that way it's minimal technology in here. So there's no recording devices. And Cassidy once again has a box out and opens it up and says, all recording devices in here, please. Immediately, I'm going to hit her with checkup. Okay. Go ahead and roll for it. It is uh, difficulty. You've done it before. What was the difficulty last time? Like three, four, 
four last time. Okay, so we'll do four again. All right. Ooh, that's a one. That's a one. That sucks. But uh, I'm willing to spend fate points on this. All right. What are you invoking? I'll hit it with bubbling cauldron of dimensional energy, since that's what powers this skill. Okay, so are you re-rolling, or are you just upping it by two? Well, if I hit it with two, I'll succeed. Hit it with two fate points, by, by which I mean. Oh, okay, okay. I, I just didn't know I didn't know if you wanted to re-roll or if you wanted to spend another fate point, which is basically what I was eh, asking. It's fine. Okay. By the way, I'm specifically looking for, like, details on this, because... Out of character, I did a little research, and stage four kidney cancer has it spreading to other parts of the body. Oh, okay. Hold on, I need to look up the human anatomy real quick. Uh, most <laughs> cat, most severe cancers will metastasize. That, I don't know what that word means. Spread, like given long enough, a cancer will spread to other parts. That's usually when you're fucked. Yeah. So. It's mostly the kidneys, but it has spread to probably the liver and the stomach a bit. Hmm. Yeah. Super. Alrighty. So, with that knowledge, by the way, I also invoked supervillain force for good, because I am prying into uh, effectively a stranger's personal medical details in order Mm -hmm. to do what I consider to be a good thing. So, armed with that information, I take off the mask, put it in the box, pull out my phone, put it in the box, put the little box with the cricket on the table, just settle into a chair. Can't be here for too long. She closes the box. In the middle of something. Very well. Here's the information on the specialist I recommended you. I gotten to contact with him and he has agreed to a meeting with you and uh, she slides over the information and it is a profile on in his his name is Darwin Adams but he goes by the super villain name of Bark Spider and from the one picture that you see you can kind of see kind of a rail thin man bald with a um looks like he hasn't slept in quite a while and also he's got a very purposefully done scarring on his forehead in the shape of a spider web yeah all right i can i can respect it you read up that he kind of bounces all over the place but currently he is holed up in san antonio read over the file real quick just kind of eyeball it all right Interesting. This will be uh, going into my vault as soon as I get my mask back. Do keep in mind that he is not a very pleasant person to interact with. I'm used to dealing with rough people. I dig into my pocket and set the note card with the email information on the table, slide it across. That will be where you can contact me. Hopefully it is to your liking. She takes it, she reads it, puts it over one of the candles. <sighs> okay. Uh, not to be greedy or anything, but you had said you were also going to get me information on 
the headquarters of the Earth Defense League. Is Can I expect that electronically, or do you have paper? Electronically. Cool. Um, just as a courtesy, and at this moment, Colin, as I say that, mm-hmm. I want to swap the uh, percent of cells that are cancerous between her and the cricket. Okay. Just in the middle of that um, sentence. Going to be a swap. Uh, we'll call it. I want to say probably seven. Okay. Well, I've got four more fate points I can throw at this. Let's see how we do. Well, we get an eight. You, you get an eight. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, it has happened. Um. Will I get anything if I succeed with style? I can't think of anything, so no. Okay. The cricket was a particularly mean cricket. (laughs) It beat up all the smaller crickets. Tore off their antennae. Called them cricket slurs. (laughs) (laughs) So I do that like without dropping a beat on the sentence that I was saying, which was, uh, as a professional courtesy, I believe you said that you have people there you might want to send word to them that the trendsetters might be raiding the place, and one of them might be shooting to kill, depending on the circumstances. So they need to be ready to either get out or identify themselves. Very well. Cool. Um, one last thing before I leave. Um... And, you know, I didn't check before because I didn't care, and I haven't checked today because I didn't care, but you might. So if you have anybody else here in the building uh, who you maybe don't want to hear your personal medical information, you should dismiss them. She says nothing. Okay. Um, question. How is a woman with your resources and, you know, we're basically strangers, but I get a read off of you drive. Uh, how have you not done anything about the cancer yet? I have. Really? I go in for chemo treatments every month. How's that going? Poorly. Hmm. Okay. Keep it up. I need you to roll deception. Why? To keep the smugness out of your voice. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, you are absolutely trying to deceive her that you've done nothing. (laughs) I mean, if you insist. I do insist, actually. Okay. All I roll is zero. Okay. Well, as long as she doesn't roll a negative three, I'm good. Okay. She goes, what have you done? Hmm. So, funny story. Um, Megalad and I, uh, we disagree on a lot of stuff. Always have. She was unfortunately raised by somebody who uh, believed a lot of things I consider to be really odious. Um, 
And then, uh, you know, with your resources and the fact that I know you're keeping tabs on him, I'm assuming you're aware that Wesley got pulled up for a second round at the host's games. I observed it. I'm unsurprised. Well, um, in the course of those games, he revealed his condition to Gary, and he made it extremely clear to him and the rest of the team once Nikolai hijacked the whole production uh, that he did not wish for any of our wishes to be to fix him. And, you know, like I said, Gary and I basically disagree on everything. Disagreed. Past tense. On everything. There was one thing uh, we both definitely were just in sync on, and that sometimes you just need to do nice things for people regardless of their feelings on it. Put it back. I can't. You can take it out. You can put it back. Put I it back. can't. That, that's not how it works. So, let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. You decide to go against people's consent against their own bodily autonomy. Yeah, sometimes. I did not realize that you were a Republican. Ah, oh, shut up. I beat the shit out of people sometimes. That's in denying their right to have decisions over their own health. Put it back. I can't. I, I, okay. I'm gonna make this clear. I cannot do it. Number one, uh, I couldn't do it exactly because I like put my fingers together and spread it. Uh, I swapped percentages there, and if I hit you with that again, it wouldn't go exactly into the right place. And there's no guarantee of how it would go. Like, say that 5% of your cells were cancerous. If I put in back, some 5% of your cells would be cancerous. There's no way of determining what those would be. It could evenly distribute about your body, or it could laser focus onto your brainstem and kill you instantly. There's no way for me to do that. Uh, and even if I could do that, and even if I wanted to do that, it's impossible because I don't know where the cancer cells are anymore, and I motion at the box, which is now empty. Just in the middle of talking, and I don't explain this to her, I'm explaining it to you, in the middle of talking, I threw the cricket into the ocean. <laughs> Just again, no somatic components. I know approximately how far away the ocean is. So I just threw the cricket into the ocean. Just yeeted the, cr the cricket into the ocean, where it's probably eaten by a fish by now. Yep. Goodbye, Robin Steiner. This will be the last time we meet. And she gets up and walks out. And you see a shimmer of someone using cloaking technology walking behind her and quickly turns to you and makes a motion like you like they're giving you finger guns and then uh, walking out with her. Finger guns back. <laughs> I retrieve my stuff and return to Lightscape. We're not so different, you and I. <laughs>
find Felix again. Hi, hello, back from my errand. I'm still cruising USA cabinets. <laughs> There's a line formed behind you, but you keep putting in money in there. You don't have to put money in these things. So you like pay for a pass, and it's you know, all of the oh, machines are set to free okay. free play. Have you never been to one okay. of these? I've never been to one. No, they're awesome. You could still like use quarters or other bits of change to you know mark your place in the line, though. Just kind of fall around his shoulders. I make myself weightless with my flight powers, so I'm just like the world's weirdest scarf as he's throwing his weight around in the cabinet. Alright. Well, Chris needs to sit down a little bit. Okay, so you were gone ten minutes, and your mood has noticeably decreased. What happened? Oh, I'm doing just fine. You are... I am... Okay. The situation that you are in, that you have physically put yourself in, do you not see what is that? Like, okay. You are not fine. Something happened. What happened? I made someone angry. I don't feel bad about it. Are you sure you don't feel bad about it? Yes, I'm 100% sure I don't feel bad about it. I'm a little bit worried that I might have uh, made it more difficult to get us some critical intel, but I don't feel bad about it. All right. If you say so. Now, come on, we gotta have a match of cruise in USA. Come on. Come on. Okay, come on. yes, absolutely. Come on. Sit down. I think at this point, I would like to go for Prima. Okay. All right. Um, what have they been up to? Uh, they've been flying above uh, Chiktagawa and doing patrols. And much like the way that the uh, trendsetters try to do, they try to talk the person down before moving on to fighting. However, because they have an incredibly alien mind and don't really get humanity outside of the sitcoms they watch it is very difficult and they fail more often than not should really get Prima recruited into a super team then <laughs> seems like that would probably help maybe that one teen group we came across throw them in with a study group yeah they're all equally well socially adjusted <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. That's that was the thought for putting them with a, a juvenile team. Anyway, it's it's easy enough to find them. Also, yeah. they're all juveniles. Yeah, that is that is a note that Nikolai is making on its way in after spending a a time observing Prima's efforts. But that is not why Nikolai is here to talk. And so once. Prima has a moment alone. Nikolai floats down. Hello, Nikolai. Greetings, Prima. I see that you are making efforts. I am. It is going 
It is going. I have observed. Yes. I believe I have advice that will assist your efforts in the future. However, for the time being, there is a different matter at hand. Very well. First, I believe we will require privacy. And so just this batch of nanites, I will say, just sort of floats outward into this sort of radar jamming bubble. Would you be able... What, okay, this is something I want to ask you, Bobbin, about the character. Would Nikolai be able to speak telepathically? Or even receive telepathic images? Because Prima can speak telepathically. No, we have established uh, Nikolai is entirely dead psychically. Okay, I did not remember that, so very well, continue. And it, it was specifically in context in context of the Cact invasion. Ah, forgive me. It's been literal years since that since that yes, happened. Yes. So I. <laughs> but yes. So basically, this sphere is emitting radar pulses on all frequencies, so as to interfere with any sort of sensory pickup. In addition, it is creating an obfuscating cloud as it were, to prevent any sort of visual data from leaking out. And it's not um, conducting any sound outward, so that also blocks uh, vocal interceptions. Okay. But the point of that all being that Nikolai goes up to Prima and says, I am attempting to dismantle the Time Bureau. I have reason to believe that it is compromised, and I disagree with the fundamental concept of its chartered premise. Why do you disagree? Because if space itself were to be regulated, there would be no space to experiment, and time is an aspect of space. Is it not important to ensure that time flows in a manner that does not create paradoxes that destroy the universe. It may be a false premise that such destruction is possible. The ones purporting that this is, in fact, the case are the ones who have set themselves to regulate it. No further case studies or theoretical experiments have been conducted on the matter. None which I have, as of yet, uncovered, at least. Regardless, its existence was something I was prepared to tolerate until I was convinced of its infiltration by harmful actors. Therefore, I am putting a team together that can dismantle it. The Time Bureau is located in a pocket dimension, and its layout is 93% unknown to me. Therefore, I require someone who is capable of spatial analysis on a rapid scale. This one is going to require a roll. It's a set number if it's just one roll, and it's opposed if it's like a protracted 
thing, correct? No, you just decide whether it's one or the other. Okay. Um, Whichever is most important. I think if you are trying to convince someone of something, then it would be an opposed role. Okay. Uh, wow. Will is actually one of the few things I have statted for Prima. So, uh, go ahead and roll. I think this would be provoke because you're trying to get them to do a thing that you want them to, as opposed to like talking nice to them. So, um, no, that's. Remember, Colin, both of them involve getting people to do things or feel a certain way according to what you want. It's just rapport is when you're being nice about it, and provoke is when you're being mean about it. Yeah. Okay, so then go ahead and roll rapport. The other thing about provoke is just that um, it enables you to cause mental stress. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll it. All Uh, right. Rolling rapport. Well, that's decent. It's uh, decent enough, actually. So they think about it for a little bit and they say, I will agree to this, but if it seems that at any moment that doing so would jeopardize the timeline, I reserve the right to leave at any point. Noted. I will make it a secondary objective to uncover the internal studies they may have conducted on the matter. Perhaps then we will both be satisfied as to the fragility, or lack thereof, of the space-time continuum. It is something I am interested in as well. Fascinates me. I do not believe that it and interdimensional travel are that separated. It is different, but similar. I have indeed noted certain amounts of overlap. Very well. If I may get back to my patrols, then. You shall. And keep your phone handy. A contact may be coming up shortly. The further assistance I mentioned. Very well. And yeah, after I leave, I'm going to contact the study group, uh, float the idea to them that we don't need to make this on-scene stuff. Or on-camera stuff. Yeah. What we do need to make on-camera stuff, though, is you're back at base for a little while, and then there's a uh, knock at the door. What do my prying eyes see? When you look through the cameras, Mr. Melt is standing at the door of the base and just waiting for someone to answer. Who's that again? He was the completely useless, like, supervillain that we fought one time. And I, like, took him aside and gave him some life advice. Now he has, like, a melt shop. All right. Well, uh, glance around, see that nobody else is at the base, aside from our guest who shouldn't be answering the door. So I go to answer the door. Oh, good. Just the person I wanted to see. I hear you're gathering a team for something. From whom have you heard this intelligence? Okay, you know what's funny? It would be funny. Sarah Brecto. (laughs) Honestly, if anyone's going to leak out of the three I've spoken to so far. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I'm in the general ballpark. I heard this Mel Chop is pretty good. (laughs) I'm friends with Sarah Brecto. 
Indeed. I would like to join. Make a mental note to update uh, Cerebrectomy's terms of employment <laughs> regarding non-disclosure agreements. Like he would care. Well, I'll make him care because any subcontract work comes out of his pay. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, he's at the door. I'm not in a position to turn down just anyone, so uh, I just... First of all, please step inside. Thank you. And he steps inside. Luca looks up and goes, Oh, hey, it's the sandwich melt guy. Yes. The sandwich melt guy wishes to have a private conversation with me. Alright, uh, I'll head on up to the roof then. Yeah, he, uh, heads on up. Please explain your interest and your ability to contribute. Every once in a while, I'd like to just do something like this to keep my skills sharp in case, you know, things start to go down and I need to defend my home. And my contributions are a ray gun! Very well. You do understand that this has a severe chance of physical danger. I'm aware. Alright, so... Nikolai is basically going to underline just how horrible it is to mess with the Time Bureau and how this might not just be like him physically disappearing, but him temporally disappearing from existence if things go badly. And I basically, I, I want to provoke him into uh, pissing his pants and leaving. <laughs> All right. And if he succeeds against that, then he's in. So I'm not going to pump this with any aspects or any fate points. Just a straight provoke here. And that's a one. Oh, that's a one. Very good chance that he will succeed. Uh, I'm going to spend a fate point because... <laughs> that's a that's a t that would be a tie. Like I I rolled two negatives and he has a will of three. So I'm gonna spend a fate point. Just it's a hell of a will score for this loser. <laughs> Listen, he works customer service. <laughs> he doesn't have any physique though, so like a, a stiff breeze will take him down. But yeah, he manages to stick it out and uh, goes. I will do my best to not be a waste from time. Then that's all. That's all there is to it. Very well. However, I will have my hands full during this endeavor. You will have to look out for yourself. Or perhaps get cerebrectomy to look out for you. Since this does appear to be his idea. It wasn't his idea. I, he just told me about it and I decided I wanted them. Regardless. That is a conversation for you to have with Cerebrectomy. Alrighty then. Thanks a lot, boss. Uh, at that point, he'll head on out. I hope that I have not gotten an alien killed today. <laughs> I hope so, too. He makes my favorite melts. <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
So then, back to the cute couple. Meanwhile, I'm planet idiots. <laughs> Five o'clock, I pull Felix away from the arcade, somehow. Oh. Lots of puppy dog eyes. I haven't beat House of the Dead 2 yet. We can come back later. It's We have to get dinner ready. Okay. Promise we'll come back another day. Okay. Wrap my arm around his and pop us back to the base. Reagan! Yo, what's up? Hi, front and center police. Uh, she comes and stands right in front of you. While she is walking around, I survey the room for Luca. Uh, I'll say that he's not here. He's out, he's out doing something right now. Hmm, I, oh, I wanted him. Too bad. He's out in the city having fun. I am going to uh, invoke my aspect of head of a complicated social movement. I would have gotten his cell phone number. Yes. I am going to text him. We at the base are cooking up a huge meal. Would you like us to save you a plate? Takes him a couple minutes to text back, but he, he does say, yeah, that would be nice. Thanks. Send him a thumbs up. Tell him to come back before it gets cold. And then I turn to Reagan. All right, Miss Kingston. We have a great deal of cooking to do. And you may have a plate if you would like to assist. I've been smelling that since I got in here at like 10 o'clock this morning, so hell yes. Excellent. All right. So, um, let's see here. Um, order of operations here. Okay. I am going to get the oven heated up. Uh, and I like start hurting all three of us in. Um, Reagan, get the the greater box out of those uh, covers right there. Start grating those plantains. All right. Uh, peel them, of course, first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Felix, I've got, and I like pull some stuff out, heft it up. You can start rendering all of this to Masa. I had some uh, root vegetables and some more plantains. Aye, aye, mon capitaine. I'm going to get the uh, oven going, and I'll get started uh, cooking some rice. I'll drain drain it out, separate it into two portions, and I'll start getting some stuff, you know, boiling. Get waiting for the oven to heat up. Once it is, the pork shoulder with the skin is going in there. Once, uh, once Reagan has finished grating the plantains, I instruct her on filling up a skillet with some oil. She is going to turn them into patties and fry them, and then season them with a spice blend that I prepared. It's a mean thing to do to somebody at 10, 10 o'clock at night, you know that, right? 
Cat is going to be posting the recipe as bonus content. It's 5 p.m. right now. It's not 10. No, in real life. Oh. You're describing oh. very good food at 10 p.m. for us. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about it's 3 a.m. That's uh, worse. What's this other one? What's this other one? Where the fuck are you? I had you. There's a chicken dish. There we go. I am deboning and deconstructing a whole chicken and uh, putting that into simmer with, uh, you know, some red wine, some tomatoes, some spices. I misheard at first. I'm like, when the fuck did Shimmer get there? (laughs) Simmer. When you say you're deconstructing the chicken, are you doing it properly or just making it dark and gritty? (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. So it uh takes about an hour and a half to get everything done. I'm not, I'm not going to narrate through all of it, but we have uh, our main course is fricasse de pollo, which is basically Puerto Rican cocovan. Uh, side side dishes, the things that Reagan was making are called aranitas, which are exactly as I described it, shredded plantains fried and seasoned uh, Felix is making effectively Puerto Rican uh, tamales yeah. the masa is different and instead of being wrapped in corn husks they are wrapped in banana leaves which are another thing that I purchased in Puerto Rico and had soaking in order to make them flexible uh, they are getting stuffed with the shredded pork from the pernil, which is the roasted pork shoulder that was going in the oven the whole time and making the whole house smell incredible. Also, the other half of that pork is going into a Puerto Rican beans and rice dish called arroz con gandules. Uh, The skin from that is by itself. It's its own thing called cuerito. And it's delicious. I uh, I have had uh, pernil and cuerito, and it's real fucking good, y'all. And I got cornitas the other night, and now I want cornitas again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then for dessert, we have a sweet uh, rice dish. Uh, served cold, it's chilled, called arroz con dulce. It's basically rice soaked with coconut milk and a bunch of spices, primarily cinnamon, and then chilled. Everybody gets a plate. Everybody who helps with dishes gets a serving of dessert. Over dinner, while we're actually like eating the dinner, I'm gonna ask, hey, Reagan. Yeah. Uh, having a thought, so... Uh, you don't happen to know what Luca's powers are, do ya? Um, I don't remember if she... No, she wasn't there, because, like, you guys were having a big argument when when he came along, and, uh... Well, Zero googled it. Right, Zero yeah. figured it out via social media. Did Zero share that information with Reagan? You know what? I'm going to roll to see if she researched it because she does have a little crush. 
she might have gone onto his social media and like read up on on that on her own. Roll investigate. I would say, if nothing else, I would have put it in our private database, and she does have access to it. She, yes, she does know. So she goes, uh, yeah, I, I know what he can do. Okay, cool. So, I'm concerned about you. Now, normally, uh, Zero is here, the, the secondary Zero is here all the time to sort of be your body man, but that secondary zero is out in fucking space right now, and so you're alone here all day, and like, under ordinary circumstances, that's fine, but we're currently in some deep shit. So, I figure while he's here, if his powers are suitable, I could offer to pay him to like, just be your bodyguard. Honestly, you know, I'm hoping nothing comes of it, but, you know, I like giving people things to do. I like giving them some pocket change, and it would give me some peace of mind to know that there was anyone between you and whatever Kestoran fuckhead might decide to storm in here to surprise attack us. So you're saying he would be around even more? Yeah, that would be the idea. Yes, like, please, I would like that. that wouldn't... <laughs> 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 That's a little weird, Reagan, and I don't know how I feel about it. Now I'm starting to have different kinds of doubts. <laughs> I may have a crush on him. I haven't said anything to him because he's like in a weird situation right now so I'm not I'm not I'm not doing anything about it but he's, he's been here like two days he's very cute alright well, this is adorable weird but adorable can I trust you to be a professional about this to any extent yes I'm not going like look I'm not going to Dragging my mouse cursor over to the empathy button. <laughs> you don't have to roll. She's going to be very professional about it. Like she's, she's like, listen, I'm not going to hit on a guy who is here because he's trying to get take a break from an abusive situation at home. Okay, I'm not that thirsty. Dragging my mouse cursor over to the empathy button. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she is. No, no, no. <laughs> she is. She is being honest. Like you don't have to roll about it. You don't have to roll for it. <sighs> hmm. Thoughts number two. I. I mean, don't be a creep about it. I feel like I've been successful on that so far. Keep it up. All right. I will bring it up with him the next time I see him. Was going to do it tonight, but he's not here. Dinner progresses from there. Yeah. We all wash dishes. At some point during dinner, like it's it's like when everybody's like, three-fourths of the way through their dish, Luca does come in and uh, starts eating. 
right. Uh, I'm going to do the thing that I said I just did. Yeah, I'm not going to narrate it all because right, I would no. just be restating information I said 30 seconds ago. But I right. make that pitch. Yeah, um, he's fine with it, and he would actually cool. be fine with it, like, because he he's got he's gotten to the point where like he might he's considering about going back home to see like feel out what the situation with his mom is since it's been a couple of days now. But even if like everything's fine-ish at home, he will not pass up an opportunity to get a paying job. Alright. I I will make it clear that it, it is only temporary. It will just be until Zero is done in space. Yeah. But, yeah, if if he proves himself useful, yeah. might keep him as some kind of consultant or something. Uh, I'm assuming he's going to help with dishes. Yes, I was just about to say he also does help with dishes so that he can get dessert. Excellent. While we are all eating dessert, last item of the night is movies. Turn all the lights off in the base. Movies. Load up some movies on the high-def big computer. First one is Tremors. We're having a good time tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to keep Felix up too late because he's got a full day tomorrow, but, you know, watch a couple of movies. Needs a cup of warm milk and to be in bed by ten. Or he gets cranky. <laughs> Do get cranky. At the end of the night, I am gonna ask Felix if he would stay the night. Yeah, it's alright. He maybe he could just pop me into my house. No problem, so I'm not gonna lose time in the morning. Mm-hmm brush our teeth and go to bed. Does Felix want to be the big spoon or the little spoon? Go either way, whichever you prefer, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to swap heights with Felix, make him very small, and be the big spoon. <laughs> That's a little creepy. <laughs> Don't do that, then. Big spoon is a state of mind, not a state of height. <laughs> but it can be enhanced. In that case, then, rewind the clock. It is early afternoon, probably about the same time that Earth around the same time that Switch is curing someone's terminal cancer without their consent, which apparently makes them the bad guy. Um, well, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's time to go to the SCS in the early afternoon. Alright, so you arrive and the receptionist goes, Oh, hey, Miglad, how's it going? Yeah, fine. Uh, Elaine in? Uh, yeah, I can buzz you up to her. Uh, so let me just, um, she buzzes it. Uh, Elaine, Miglad's here. All right. She says, uh, go on up. Just go right in. She's not, she's not with anyone right now. Okay. Yo! Miglad, Carrie, hi. How, how have you been? Uh, good. Um, I've been 
following up on the Sam thing. Got some good leads. I think tomorrow I'll I'll be able to grab him. I've I've just got him. Um, well, just had to do a bit of detox. Is all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, sounds great. Uh, so, how can I help you today? Well, uh, I mean, that was pretty much it. Reporting in. Um, what's next? Um, what needs doing? What's next? Uh, here, follow follow me. I have I have something I need to talk to you about. And uh, she starts walking with you towards uh, the elevator, and okay. uh, pushes. Before we get in the elevator, I am going to do the thing that I said I would do, which is to see if she's a robot. Yeah. So go ahead and uh, That's roll blast. No, no, it's super senses. Super senses, correct. Okay. I'm going to try to stick this magnet uh, to your head. It's not weird. Um, <laughs> that's the number, Colin. It, it doesn't matter. I've got all six fate points, and I'm probably not going to be rolling again. Uh, how many of your aspects are relevant, though? Yeah, a couple. Uh, we'll say the difficulty is six. That's a three. That's a three. going to need to spend two fate points and invoke two relevant aspects. Okay, well, Cosmic Destructive Power is clearly relevant because it's the thing that relates to most of my stuff. High concept applies, IMO? Yeah, I think because I'm doing this essentially to try and save the world, I think a savior, not a superhero, probably is a bit of a reach, but no. fuck it. I'm no, you're fine. That's that's I'm gonna say out loud. that's legal. Yeah. So you do succeed. Um, the the thing is, it takes you a while to get through because it's a very good fake. There's you can hear a heartbeat. You can hear fluids flowing through her, but as she's talking, you can hear sounds that don't belong in like human bodies and like there's also like electrical impulses are wrong and like the heartbeat that you're hearing is just like super oddly steady it is always seems to be like a super consistent resting heartbeat no matter what she does it's always pumping at like I don't know 73 consistently forever and by the time you realize this, the doors are opening and you're back down in that area where it was like the, that orientation day. And she says, so we can't help but think you've been taking real long time to find him. We just don't think you're devoted enough to our mission. So I we're just going to have to... I've got a question. You know you're a robot, right? Just fucking coming in on it, alright. Yeah. She's like... No, I'm not. I'm... I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, Gary, let's just get you back to orientation and we can discuss things a little further. She just, like, starts... I'm not a robot. I've solved internet captures. Uh, (laughs) So she starts leading you to the orientation room essentially okay um i I continue to follow but 
while I'm on my way, I do say, you're definitely a robot. I, I'm pretty sure. Gary, you must have had a very long day because uh, you, you just must be confused. You must be hearing something else because I can guarantee you for 100% that I'm Elaine Pelfrey. There's no one else like me in the world. And she leads you into the orientation room. And as soon as you're in, she flicks a switch and the big screen on there starts flashing blue and red. If you're not a robot, then click all of the pictures that have a bicycle in them. <laughs> okay. That sounds like end of session stuff right there, Colin. Yeah, that sounds like end of session stuff. Um, At least I got that little bit of self-doubt in her now. Really? We don't want to, like, put the role to the mind control that's definitely happening right now? True. This is this is true. So, okay, uh, let's see how will I resist. Well, with Will, will? we'll be the yes. stat. It's a real role. Probably a passive opposition. So go ahead and roll will difficulty eight. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm not going to need to roll again. <laughs> well, I've still got four fate points, so let's push this. Modified brain, extremely relevant for exactly yeah, this. That, yeah, that, um, that is 100% relevant. Still a superhero. Or not one. Still trying to save the world here. Okay, so you're succeeding at a minor cost, which I uh, think I'm going to make that a minor condition unless you can pull out another bullshit thing with another fate point. Fucking filter uh, out the visual information with your super senses. Yeah, I got, I got the power. You got the touch. I so I'm losing one fate point, but that is a success with style, so. No, it's just a regular success. Oh, it's a regular success. Okay. Yeah, so you're not mind controlled. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to pretend. Congratulations, Sinji. I go completely quiet. I feel like pretending to be mind controlled is going to be an entirely different role. Well, good thing it's the end of session now, so he can swap deceive into a good spot. If I don't, <laughs> I don't even have deceive. But if I don't say anything, they can't. They can't pretend I'm mind control. They can't. He's not doing the mind control dance. <laughs> I, I, no, no. We we established last session. I can remember some stuff. So, it's, oddly enough, it's like the sibling dance. Every time we play control them, we make them do the Macarena for laughs. As a <laughs> anyway, um, minor milestone, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I probably should have intentionally failed it because I think I've just ruined all our plans for what we were going to do. No, it's fine. Quality. You're good. I just, honestly, that would have been hard to pull off. So you're good. I'm glad you actually passed that. Yeah, the idea is that you're faking it, not that you're mostly still in it. What did you say? Minor milestone, so... Do I want to yeah, switch you... rapport and fight back? Let's see. What am I going to be doing next session? I have to talk with Sam. Uh, I have to talk with Tegan. I have to talk with... Caster. I have to talk fight. with Wesley. I have to talk with Tony. 
sounds like I'm going to be doing a lot of talking, so let me make sure all my good talky skills are in a good spot. I'm fine with where things are. Guess I'm getting rid of resources because I never use it. Welcome, deception. And But in order to not use it, I will basically not talk for the next session. Let me move. Which is good because I'm not here for the next session. <laughs> but I will still get the advantage of the milestone. Uh, what do I want to swap deceive with? How's about notice? Actually, Colin, I assume you're going to be given a mile. Um, giving a minor milestone at the end of the next session as well. I'll let you know if it's uh, if it's anything higher than that, because it really mm. just depends on how much is done. But yeah, just go ahead and give okay. yourself the other minor. Because you get the minor one anyway when you get a, um, anything higher than a minor. So Okay, so what I'm doing then for the next session that I'm back is deception is now my highest skill and provoke is now a plus one. Maybe uh, give yourself a couple of extra aspects that uh, are true and may be useful. My aspects are all true. It's my high concept that isn't, really. Maybe give yourself a few more. No, because then I lose refresh. No, you don't. That's stunts. Oh. Uh, I can't think of any aspects right now. That's why I have six refresh and, like, 50 aspects. <laughs> Alright, you've got a month until we play this again. You're good. Or until you play this again, I yeah, guess. I'll, I'll add one stunt then. Um, uh, my my aspect is faking it till I make it. Uh, in brackets, out alive. <laughs> Ape, did you uh, switch fight and rapport like you said? Uh, no, I switched uh, fight and stealth. I feel like I'm not going to use stealth anytime soon, but I might use rapport coming up, so I want to keep it relatively high. Got it, got it. Bobbin said he's good. Play us out, TM. Thank you, players, for playing. Thank you, listeners, for listening. I hope you all are enjoying, and I'm hoping you'll join us next time for I'm hungry. more of this. I'm sorry for making all of my fellow players hungry at fucking midnight. <laughs> Good night. Good night.